and we are live. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 114 of Checkpoint, brought to you by Strictly Casual, your number one show, rounding up all the hottest gaming news stories of the week and discussing all the relevant topics you need to know about. I'm Vincent DeSantis today, joined by James freaking Walmer. James, how you doing, man? I'm upset that you didn't go with what's on the script. I didn't say Vincent DeSilly. You didn't say Vincent DeSilly, and I'm upset. It's just, you know, I'll bust it out sometime. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I wrote that, actually. I don't know. I was feeling goofy. I just went for it. It almost went to Vincent DeNasty. Being quirky. Yeah. Vincent DeNasty? Yeah. I had a I got a call sheet one time when I was a PA on set, and my last name said DeNasty on it. And I was like, this is actually great. I don't care that it says DeNasty. <laughs> Did the guy call you Vincent Dynasty for the rest of the week? There was no even mention of the last name. I just thought it was funny. I didn't even mention that it was spelled wrong because I was like, it's too good. <laughs> it was like three days of call sheets in a row that uh, was Dynasty on it, but that's hella funny audio listeners thank you so much for listening you can find us on youtube at youtube.com strictly casual please hit us with a rating on audio platforms and subscribe it hits us helps us out a lot uh on the channel this week is we have a men review that i did not push publish on yesterday so i have to figure out when i'm gonna publish that crap i just remembered that and uh we have a marvel theory video that is still isn't out but it's also coming out as well top gun review should be live tomorrow morning ish and it's Obi-Wan week, baby. We got an Obi-Wan recording. We're going to be talking about episodes one and two on Saturday morning, which should be up shortly after that. So um, that is not going to be a reaction video. It's not going to be um, like us watching the episode and posting that because reaction content is dead on YouTube pretty much. But As it should be. We're, we're trying to figure it out because at the end of the day, the reactions do bring in new faces and new views to the channel, but uh -huh. it's not really the kind of content we want to be making. It's not mm -mm. not really the, the goal here. Heart's so, not in it. Heart's not in it for the reactions, but I do love to talk. About, I would love to talk about Obi-Wan, so we just got to find a new way to do that. So we're going to try that yeah. out with this show, and we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. James, what have you been playing this week, dude? Not as much Apex as I would be, but my shots are getting even better. You're just clicking I'm, heads? I'm clicking heads. I'm, it's a little bit of like a... This is how it goes. It goes 160, 160, yeah. 70, 78, 78. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, loving the triple take. Loving the Lombo DMR. It's fun. Uh-huh. Two favorite guns. Um, other than that, I'm playing a lot of Elden Ring. Okay. Here's my issue with Elden Ring. Yeah, tell me. I talked about me. this on the show before. Yeah. But maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Correct me if I'm wrong. Elden Ring for me is too open. Yeah, we talked too about Too big, this. too dense. Yeah. I was in the situation again where I like stumbled upon, I was moving through trying to get another like piece of armor, piece of whatever. And I got locked out of something and I got pissed because mm. I was like, damn, I didn't know. Cause there was one boss that I was like, that had closed off a bunch of like quests and things. Yeah. And so I went to, I killed the boss, not knowing it had big repercussions for that quest line. Yeah. Excuse me. And I killed the boss and I was like, okay, I, I didn't, I didn't get this one contract or whatever I needed to fulfill. And um, I looked it up and it was like, yeah, if you kill this boss like too early, you can't progress and get this one armor. Set. F. So I was like, damn, I guess I have to play the game again but to get this armor set. Wouldn't you rather have that than to have everything be linear? Like it sucks in the moment, but wouldn't you rather have that option? Damn. I think I would. I like, I like the linearity of Dark Souls 3 because... I think Dark Souls 3 and Bloodborne and Previous Souls titles do a good job of giving you, like, letting you know when that's coming mm -hmm. so that you can be like, oh, well, like, if I need to go and check in with another NPC, this is, like, the time to do to it do before that. everything. Like, it more, yeah. um, it more, like, explicitly signposts when this moment is going to be. Sure. I get that. Bloodborne does a great job of that. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, maybe they don't the first run through. It's hard for me to think in retrospect because I've played these games multiple times already. Yeah. So it's hard for me to go back and say, well, it did a really great job of signposting the first time because I'm not sure. And I'm trying to approach Elden Ring with that same thing and being like, okay, first run through is just the first experience. And that's kind of how soul games are are played for myself and a lot of yeah. other people in the community of, yeah, you have that first run through that is your kind of like your dry run, your raw dog in the game. You're yeah, just yeah, going yeah. through to get done. Sure. 
and then you're like, okay, this is my run where I'm gonna like go for this person's quest line, or yeah. I'm gonna specific try things. And do, like, yeah, you try and do specific things. Um, speaking of Elden Ring, my, my cousin, who mm -hmm. is uh, twelve or thirteen, Josh. I'm sorry if you're watching this and you're listening, and I butchered your age. Anyways, platinum to Elden Ring this weekend, uh, and he was stoked on it. I saw him just destroying Melania. We talked about this. Melania, yeah. Melania, I don't Melania. know. Melania, yeah, Melania. just absolutely destroying her the other day. And then he texts me, he's like, "Finish the game, saved right before the ending, so that he can get the last, the last two endings to get the platinum trophy." Mm -hmm. he did it in like eighty-two hours, and then he he just immediately started another run as something else. I was like, "What a guy! Yep. What a guy! I'll get there." Yep. I I got forty hours in, so you know I must be at least almost halfway done, almost halfway. <laughs> I did go very almost. slow at the beginning, so you know. Yeah. But pretty cool. Have uh, you picked it up at all? Nope, I haven't. I haven't played okay. like, any games this week. I've played the first intro mission of Destiny uh, for the, the new, new season, season, which is cool. They have you yeah. going back to the Leviathan, and it was double-edged sword because it was awesome. But I was like, okay, it's the same location we've been before. So it was mm -hmm. uh, a cool twist on it and new enemy types. And, James, there's finger guns in Destiny now. You can go like this and shoot. It's so cool. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, it's like, is that like a ability? Is that a super? It's a melee. So like for Warlock, okay. instead of like the hand push thing, you can snap and like these explosive like balls come out and then they light up on the ground. It's kind of fun. Um, That's fun. Because it came with Solar 3.0. So Void got reworked last season. Solar got reworked this season. And we'll see Ark get reworked. Titan's got two after. hammers now, right? Does he? I haven't even seen it yet. Yeah, kind of two hammers from that clip that I saw. Kind of cool. I'm, I will yeah. probably level up a little bit because they only raise, raise the light level like 10 or 20 each new season, so it's not too hard to get there. And I wasn't able to do the raid last season, so I'll probably level up a little bit to be able to do the raid. But I don't really plan on like doing everything this season or anything mm -hmm. like that. Uh, the armor is also some of the coolest it's it's been. It's been pretty awesome. Is that the solar 3.0 armor that i've been seeing yeah it like glows out the chest cool. or i mean it's, really cool. it's pretty cool yeah um so i mm -hmm. did that and then um also multiverses i've been playing a little bit of multiverses um which yeah it's a wb smash game right? yeah and i'm just surprised like how low my expectations were for it and how actually fun it is like it, it feels pretty deep the combat systems and like yeah. uh even though it's completely cross play and i'm playing against I could play against PC or whatever over the internet and stuff. It's like no lag. Like I'm, it's feeling really good. I'm never feeling frustrated. Like, Oh, I clicked that button. It didn't go through. Like it didn't register the hit. Like it's feeling mm -hmm. great. So that's been uh that's been pretty awesome. Our character is fun. Who's your maining? Who's uh, your main? I started with wonder woman. Cause that's like one of the ones you have unlocked at the beginning. But then I started playing a lot of Jake, the dog and I'm really liking Jake, the dog, but then I got Batman okay. and Batman's pretty cool. And Velma's pretty great. So I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what is Velma got going on? Dude, she takes off her glasses and she's got this, like, like when she looks at something, she goes like this, but when she takes it off, she like bursts this beam out of her face. It's kind of cool. Oh, it's what awesome. the hell? <laughs> or like she'll drop her glasses and look for it and run. And then like, bulldoze the other people it's awesome dude it's just that's really lot. fun yeah okay so and that'll be free to play which is awesome because that is totally the type of game where it's like i am not i would not purchase that for like 30 dollars mm -hmm. or, or maybe i'd do 30 dollars but like it's gonna be free everywhere you can play everywhere um so you can just jump in with your friends every once in a while there's no like expectation of grinding it or something so great besides besides that i i don't know I haven't really played much else. Um, yeah, at all. I'm trying to, yeah. It's been a week, a week, week for me on the mm -hmm. game site. But uh, hopefully I can knock out a couple big projects here and finally finish Horizon. Oh my God, I'm over it. Maybe. What's next? Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Full time Elden Ring. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I was juggling three AAA games for a little bit here and I was like, I can't do that. I won't be spending enough time with any of them. So I'm just going to finish Horizon and then go back to Elden Ring. And then maybe Death Stranding after Elden Ring. When does uh, PlayStation Plus drop? The new reworked PlayStation Plus? July Isn't it in like two weeks? June? No, it's definitely June. One of the next two months, summer months. But Oh, I also want to play Returnal really badly, but I'll probably buy that. I'm not going to 
subscribe. You get that for on it. PlayStation Plus. I know. I don't know. But you, you get it with the with the tier you'll already pay for. You don't have you don't need premium. With this, but I'm not. I only have essential tier. I don't have extra. Like, don't we automatically get bumped to extra, not essential? We stay at essential because it's the same price. It's like two dollar a month Is increase it? for extra. Yeah, mm. pretty sure. Two or three dollar a month increase. It's not crazy, but it's like, I don't know. I don't know what to do yet. We'll see. I'll I'll wait till it launches and people start talking about it. And I'm sure FOMO will kick me in the ass and I'll buy it or something like that. <laughs> That's how it goes. Yeah. Or a couple surprise games yeah, that drop. We pay, we pay ten bucks a month. Yeah. Sixty dollars a year. Yeah, it's essential. Except usually you uh-huh. can find it like in the winter months for forty dollars for the year, and I always try to pick it up then just to stack on. Yeah. Yeah. So very interesting. James, speaking of PlayStation games, God of War Ragnarok was raided in South Korea, suggesting a 2022 release date. This comes from IGN as of yesterday or this morning. Like maybe this morning. Could be. Um, um I think it was last night. I went to bed pretty early last night. It was awesome. As spotted by Reset Era user mods, Ragnarok was rated as 18 and over game by South Korea's Game Rating and Administration Committee. And a game being rated usually signifies that a relatively complete version has been presented and therefore isn't too far from being released. While developer Sony Santa Monica has reassured fans that the long-awaited sequel to God of War is releasing this year, there's also been reason to be a little skeptical. 2022 has proven a particularly nasty year for game delays as the impact of COVID-19 still echoes through the industry. 29 games have been affected by delays this year so far, headlined by the recent shift of Bethesda's Redfall and Starfield into next year. Uh, Ragnarok was announced for PS5 and later confirmed to be coming to PS4 too in September 2020 after a three-minute trailer was shared one year later. And uh, this is just previous IGN gave original God of War 2018 10 out of 10 uh, and said that it has outstanding characters, world, and combat come together to form an unforgettable adventure. Um, Here's the dealio. I guess, my guess is that God of War comes out 2022, but not for PlayStation 4. They do the old, they do the old like, because I, I don't know, Horizon was able to do it and Horizon looks pretty good on PS4, even though it's not running max. You have a thought, I can see it. I see that happening. Um, You know that my vote is always to snip PlayStation 4? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to move on. Yeah, I'm ready to move on too, but I don't know if Sony sales department is ready to move on. Yeah, we're fortunate to have PS5s, so it's easy to say, move on, yeah, give it to me, that's fine. But right. when the truth is, a lot of people still have PS4s to play this on. Right. Did you see the stat this week that every minute, it was like 600 PS5s get sold, whereas every minute at this time of releasing the PS4, it was only 12 consoles every minute getting sold? Like, the increase is the rate of which these are selling are way faster than PS4s. Yeah. Kind of that's just kind of nuts to me. I I don't yeah. know why, it's just shocking. I don't know. Are you talking about in retrospect to like the PlayStation 4 release? Yeah, so at the same exact time yeah. This is when what, the PlayStation 4 released, it was like 12 consoles per minute. No, that's like as opposed to, But a year and a half or what are we at? We're almost 2 years of the PS5. Oh yeah, we're like reach. almost 2 years into the life cycle. So yeah. this is like a year and a half after the PS5 release and a year and a half after the PS4 release, the PS5 selling 600 consoles a minute or something. And the PS4 at this time was only selling 12 a minute. I think that was the stat. Now that's crazy. It's something around those numbers. I might be boofing that a little bit, but still crazy. I read it and I was like, wow, wow. wow. That is really insane. Yeah. Um, This goes in tangent or in tandem with uh, news. We, read about last week talking about accessibility settings also being revealed um so it looks like we're getting the drip feed of god of war info yep we're getting it slow and steady Mm -hmm. iv so um hopefully that indicates stronger mention maybe we'll see something you know what i think is going on here i think we're leading up to a big like something big at the playstation uh, event in June. There's a reason they have our games best. There's got to be a reason they haven't announced all 400 games for the service yet that they're doing. God of War. I'm sure we get a launch trailer or gameplay. 
I don't even care to see gameplay, to be honest. I'm going to play the game. Like, I'm going to buy it. I don't it. need gameplay. Sure We've already it's... seen gameplay. Like, we, we don't... We... Yeah, yeah, a little bit. The gameplay trailer, I think, for the first game was really significant because it was a new... Right. Reboot, yeah. right? Whereas this is a sequel, it's less necessary to show mm -hmm. off a gameplay demo because I feel like it's just going to build off a lot of the same systems. Yeah. In the same similar way as, like, Last of Us 2 built a lot off of Last of Us 1 and redefined and, yeah. you know, it was different generations, so obviously Although, a lot more new things. I think that'll be a bigger jump than this God of War. I, I agree, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I thought of that as I was saying that the Last of Us 2 was a really big jump from yeah. Last of Us Part 1. Um, and I don't think it'll be the same thing. I, I'm trying to figure out something comparable. Right. But in my head, I don't think there's much. It's tough because, I mean, it's a rebooted game. And then... Right. On well, not another generation. generation. Yeah, on a new generation. There's too many variables. We'll mm -hmm. have to. I'm sure it'll look gorgeous. It'll look great. It, I I know it's gonna look gorgeous. Yeah. Are you kidding me? The first one still looks gorgeous. Still, first it's one only still been a couple years. Gorgeous. I mean, the first one got the 4K refresh. Yeah. To, and 50 frames, uh, unlocked. That reminds me of another game I started this week, but we don't have to. Are you gonna replay God of War 2018 um, in preparation for this one? Here's the thing. I know I could beat God of War in like less than 25 hours, which is a great thing. Yeah. It's like, it's definitely doable, but right now I'm like overwhelmed. I feel very overwhelmed with games right now and like things that I want to be caught up on that I'm just like not going to be. Like, I don't know. We'll see. We'll What's see. What's your roadmap? My roadmap is. Oh, yeah, no, you got, you got, right now you're finishing Horizon. Yeah. And then Elden Ring. And I'm what's at, after that? I really want to finish Sifu. I really love, love seafood. Like, I'll I'll get there eventually, but that's, like, over time, I think I'll chip away at that. Right. Um. I know I'm, like, very late on this, but I still haven't... I still haven't played Elder Scrolls, and I have Elder Scrolls on my PS5 right now, and I want I've, it. I, yeah. I've never played it, dude. I want to so bad. Even I think you would really like Elder Scrolls. Me too, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Death Stranding, for sure. I'm looking over here at my... Little thing. I finished Skywalker Saga. I'll probably go back and play it again, though. To it's so freaking fun. I have, I'll probably platinum it eventually, or at least do the missions in every world. But I know it's a little bit of tangent. My power went out two nights ago, uh, for like I don't know six seven hours or something like that. And so like before bed, I was like, oh, my switch is charged. Might just play a little switch. Not much else to do. I can't really read. It's pitch black in here. I haven't got any lights. I'm not trying to like hold my phone over my book or something like that so i was like let me bust open the switch see what i got going so i opened up uh the snes uh app on there started earthbound people are telling me like earthbound is a game no that way. you gotta play and so i was like eh, why not it's a good time to start this it's fun dude earthbound is super cool it's like kind of mysterious like a meteorite has hit this town you're like checking it out it's got cool systems similar to i mean i don't want to say similar to pokemon but like Pokemon is very similar to it, but not the case where you throw monsters. It's just the turn base and the way you walk around and talk to people and do inventory management and stuff is very similar. Um, okay. But it's cool. I I enjoyed it, actually. I'll, I might be playing some more of that eventually. Great. Get yeah. your retro on. Get my retro on a little bit. All right. I'm going to start this recording in three, two, one. Moving on to our next article. EA is looking to sell itself or merge with another company. This comes from GameSpot.com. Electronic Arts is reportedly pursuing a sale or merger, and it's claimed that the video game publisher and developer has held talks with Disney, Apple, Amazon, and Comcast. Um, and then also NBC Universal over a possible deal. Some random companies a lot of people to sell are talking to. to. Yeah. A lot of people. According to the news site Puck via Video Games Chronicle, EA has been persistent in pursuing a sale, and at one point it looked like Comcast subs subsidiary NBC Universal would have merged with a gaming company with Comcast CEO Brian Roberts running the combined entity. Quote, the general terms of the proposal, which lawyers and bankers for both sides negotiated for several weeks, would have seen the Roberts family take majority control of the combined entity, end quote, the or sorry, the report claims. In the configuration most seriously discussed, the company would have been run by Wilson. The deal, that deal eventually fell apart due to, dis to disagreements over price and structure. Neither Comcast nor EA have commented on the report. The report also claims that Microsoft's purchase of Activision Blizzard for a staggering sum has been the main driver of EA's desire to sell it. So, <laughs> funny to me. Um, it was $73 billion. Dollars. 
Yeah, but I'll I'll touch on that in a second. Others say that EA is primarily interested in a merger arrangement that would allow EA CEO and Wilson to remain as chief of chief executive of the combined company. The report added, when reached for a comment, an EA spokesperson told GameSpot, "Quote: We don't comment on rumors and speculation regarding to M and A. We are produce or sorry, M and A. If that wasn't clear." We are proud to be operating from a position of strength and growth with a portfolio of amazing games built around powerful IP. Excuse me, by incredibly talented teams and a network of more than half a billion players, we see a very bright future ahead. Unquote. So I read that quote, which one? Uh, the third, our third, fourth point, talking about um, in light that this is in light of the Microsoft Activision yeah. acquisition, and I read that just. A- EA saying, yeah, we kind of just want to cash out. Yeah. Not just cash out, but like... Here's here's the thing. I know EA does not make like award-winning games, right? They're not talked about in the conversation when we're talking about the best games. Not anymore. Not anymore, yes. Not anymore. But I think, James, that EA is in a great spot to be purchased. And let me let me tell you why. Let me try to explain this. I'm okay. interested. I believe that these studios, such as Sony, or not studios, these companies, such as Microsoft and Sony, are buying companies not for exclusivity deals. I think everybody's expecting these companies to be bought for exclusivity deals. Now, Bethesda aside, because that is an exclusivity deal that Microsoft is definitely uh-huh. going to bring people to. I'm talking about Activision. Mm-hmm. Like Activision Blizzard and Bungie to to be some examples here. I think these two sir these two companies, Bungie and Activision, make games as service games. And they've both said that they're not gonna be exclusive to Microsoft or exclusive to Sony. Destiny gonna be everywhere still. Call of Duty gonna be everywhere still for the next three years until that gets a, a decision gets made on there, because there's no decision yet. Um but these games have battle passes they have in-game uh skins they have this and this and those all kind of filter up to the to the parent company to get more right. revenue right? right um and i think that is going to make more money for them than doing it exclusive because they're able to get money from every platform as a games a service game so i think that ea has a lot of games in this form of a games a service thing and they could be perfect to be purchased by one of these studios even though it might not be like Oh, well, not FIFA anymore because FIFA's doing its own thing and not with EA anymore. Apex is EA, right? Apex is Respawn, which is owned by EA. So yeah, if EA right. gets purchased, then yeah. Respawn gets purchased. That would That's Jedi Fallen Order. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of games on that too. Um, But yeah, exactly. Apex, another great example. That is another subscription-based games as service type game. It's a battle royale, so it's a little bit different than like a Destiny, but it's still the same deal. Like every couple months, you have a new battle pass you can purchase and things like that. So I really do think that EA is going to be, is very eligible for a purchase. I think that people would have eyes on them. What do you think? I just don't see what EA has to gain from the acquisition. Same thing the other studios would have to gain through the acquisition. Like why, why would Activision sell? Well, I think, okay, so here's the thing with, I'm, I'm going to go with Bungie. Yeah. Right, because Sony, Sony also has assets that Bungie wants because of yep. the two mediums of the Bungie show. Yeah. Or Bungie show, the Destiny show. Yeah. And also because uh, Destiny is an, like an expanding game. Right. Right. It feels like it's always growing. They're always iterating things like that. And it's becoming a game that's going on for a very long time. Yeah. And I guess I, I see the systems of a game like destiny changing a lot more than a game like apex. Yeah. Um, that's true. In addition, in addition, it's, this is a little bit of a weirder thing than Bungie to me too, because EA has so many different titles and so many different games that are under it. So it'd be difficult for me to say like, okay, well like this is what it's really putting all of it. This is the basket that they're putting all their eggs into. Yeah. Because I just don't see where that is. I don't see what particular project they would want their funding from either like Disney, Apple, Amazon, Comcast, NBC Universal to like yeah, pour their money. That's the question into. here. He's like These are also very oddball companies to buy EA. Like Disney, they have deals with for Star Wars. Um yeah. And 
things like that. So I guess, but Disney's not going to become a, a, I mean, they're a, they're not a publisher or they are a publisher by kind of, but they don't publish games necessarily. It's always another studio that partners with Disney to publish the game, right? Could this, could, here's a question. Does the deal go down like this where EA goes to Disney and says, listen, like, you guys don't publish games like let us give you that opportunity to build that repertoire of yeah. like publishing games so that you can start going into the games industry and so disney just becomes even more like an industry giant spanning across not only film but yeah. games too i mean let's also think about this a couple couple more points here remember ea that earnings call where they said they have like four live service games in development that we don't know about ubisoft and ea both had earning call where they were like the next mm-hmm. couple of years is all going to be games of service. That could be something they're looking at. We know EA is not doing amazing. Like their year this no. year was what? Riders Republic Battlefield 2042, um, which is technically another games of service because it has battle passes and stuff like that too that you can buy over time. Um, like a, bu- a lot of in-game purchases. But like, I don't know. I don't know. I think there's a lot that could come. And if EA is not doing as well as they used to do, maybe they think that this big money from a bigger company might fund their next projects and stuff. It's not like they would sell and fire everybody and have other people fill in. It's like they would sell and then just have Mm -hmm. them make the corporate decisions on some things that they would have usually made. I don't know. It's, there's a, it's, I don't really understand all the inner workings of like what the sale could possibly mean, but this is just from like, Right. me seeing the other acquisitions being like oh okay this that's what this kind of could be it's what it's looking like to me i don't know yeah um in order for this to be about gaming and receiving funding for gaming or a gaming project or lives another lives sorry another live service game yeah i don't see a merger in which comcast ceo brian roberts running it in the cards if this was about gaming, they would want to maintain leader. The EA, the EACO would, or uh, Andrew Wilson would want to remain yep. um, chief executive. Yeah, I don't see them selling to any of these ones that we talked about. Disney, Apple, Amazon, Comcast. Uh, Amazon has Luna. We haven't really heard anything about that in a long time. Disney and Apple don't really do games, even though Apple is over and every year they're like, we're getting into gaming. We're getting into gaming. I haven't heard a peep out of them. Uh, I would think this goes to a Microsoft or Sony or something like that if they do get sold eventually, you know? Mm-hmm. It makes sense. And it's not like they do... EA gets licensed deals with big properties. It's not like they create things with big properties. You know, like their Star Wars stuff. or right. It's not like they're creating... They don't that. create original big properties. No. It would be Battlefield. Battlefield would be their big property, but we all know how that's going right now. Does EA still own Bioware? Let me see. Does EA own Bioware? Um, yeah, 2008 Bioware was acquired by Electronic Arts. Uh, yeah, because Anthem. Because I know Mass Effect has been... Like, they're going to put in a new Mass Effect, and that's an original property. Yep, that's true. That's a big property. Unless Bioware, unless it existed outside of EA as Bioware, and they just picked that up because they wanted Mass Effect under their belt as a property. So, in 2008, Electronic Arts paid $860 million for uh, Bioware, which, that's pretty crazy. But here's, the final thought I have about this is, like, EA is gigantic. They have a sports category. They have Respawn. They have, like, all these, Bioware, all these, like, little companies under it that are making games. But if you think of EA as a whole and what's actually being produced by EA and getting released each year for EA, it seems it's such a small number for the giant that it is, you know? Mm -hmm. Just, like... I know it's like last couple years, less games anyways, but like even the sports games, like now we don't have FIFA is not even in a EA anymore. Some of their major flagships. Mm. So maybe they, they really are struggling. I don't know. I don't know. Could be crazy. Yeah. I, I think EA still has a year or two to turn themselves in a, in a good direction again, because I think they, I think it would be wrong of them to see the, the the state of where their games were and what they tried to do because we look at Battlefield 2042 and it's not only it not only released as kind of a broken mess but it was also yeah. kind of their flagship live service yeah. big AAA title right and I think for them to look at that and say oh we just need a different sort of live service game doesn't really make sense to me mm-hmm. because a lot of people are because they're also seeing the industry 
right? You have the live service part too, but you also have these huge single player titles that are also doing really, really yeah. well in the gaming space. And so I think with development of a lot of the older projects that are kind of like, like you have Dragon Age yep. and you have the new Mass Effect title as these two classic RPGs that are super like almost like old school. Like they're like, we haven't seen them in a long, long time. Yeah. Dragon Age since Inquisition. We haven't seen Mass Effect since Andromeda. Um, and I think they're, if they play their cards out, I think they could play those cards of leverage really in their single player games and leverage themselves that way and say, okay, like we went in this direction and this didn't work out for yeah. anyone. So let's, let's move in this opposite direction and see if it works better. Yeah. And I think if they pour their resources effectively into those titles, I think they could find more footing there, especially with like, I am with like a lot of the re not reoccurring, but, um, the sort of like evergreen success of like Titanfall 2 as a single right, player right. shooter. Too. Yeah. Um, I think Jedi Fallen Order and all these more single player oh, experiences yeah, that they found a lot of success in that I think uh, it would be the wrong move to say, oh, well, we just need to like, these aren't enough. We These aren't worth investing into. We really need to be upping our live service yeah. um, game um, model. Yeah. Model, output, output model etc 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 um and i want to go back to this last comment that ea spokesperson said and yeah. saying we don't comment on rumors and speculation and their statement of that says we are proud to be operating from a position of strength and growth with a portfolio of amazing games built around powerful ip made by incredibly talented teams and a network of more than players we see a very bright future ahead that doesn't really indicate any sort of like acquisition yeah but would they all. want to would they want to even I don't know if like to it? from that I don't know if they would because I don't know if any of these okay so say say what I said was true right and they wanted to they saw that change and went away from live service titles back into single player titles games. although they've yeah. already previously said like in the next like 2 years we're going to be like putting out live service games say like say we disregard that okay I don't think any of these um any of these companies like disney apple amazon or comcast maybe with the exception of disney would um invest into single player experience hmm. i don't know but disney's are disney's already doing single player experiences like we, that's what i said with the exception oh. of disney yeah am, uh yeah amazon's gonna want to do their cloud thing which means get as many on board as possible and so they would be doing a multi like a new fresh multiplayer game comcast and apple aren't even in the game yet like we don't know what they're doing I have no idea what they're doing. So, I don't know. Could be interesting. But guys, if you want to know all the latest on EA looking to sell itself, or if they sell, or anything else of that matter in gaming acquisitions, you can subscribe right here at Strictly Casual, or go check out the full podcast on audio platforms for free. The link is in the description. Please subscribe. Hit us with a rating on there. It helps us out a bunch. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Cool. Um, nice. That was good. Great. James. We got, finally got an update on this. This is huge. This is big. Hell yeah. This has been an ongoing story. This is big. This is a huge dub. Raven Software, quality assurance workers, win a union vote. This comes from Polygon. Workers at Raven Software, responsible for quality assurance on Call of Duty Warzone, voted Monday in favor of forming a union. The first of its kind at publisher Activision Blizzard, the nearly 30-person group mailed ballots to the National Labor Relations Board in April, leading to an official count on Monday. 19 workers voted yes on the vote, three votes against the non against the union, which means that, like, I don't know, eight people didn't vote? Interesting. Label, yeah. Labor organizing and unionization in the video game industry is more common outside of North America, especially Sweden. Huge on, mm -hmm. huge on that. Uh, I was talking to a guy in Sweden about this, like on a uh, on oh, unionization. Yeah, on uh, Clubhouse back in the day. Interesting stuff. Oh. Technology industry in North America historically has been considered anti-union. Video game workers, in particular, have reported long work hours, sometimes up to 100 hours per week, under crunch conditions and low pay. QA workers, in particular, told Polygon in 2021 that they often feel disposable with minimum wage pay and contract work cycles. Even before Monday's vote, however, Activision Blizzard workers saw success with regard to its solidarity campaign, with the aforementioned full-time conversations and pay bump. Though a small part of Activision Blizzard as a whole, the Raven, software, the Raven Software QA union effort has an outsized impact, workers said. 
with that win for all QA workers across the company. Uh, video game union supporters are betting that the impact from Raven Studios' efforts will help push momentum forward towards unionizing the wider industry. Bam. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's good. It's cool. I'm glad these people got it. 30 people. I don't know. How, how does it work when it's not the whole company? Like if it's just a group of people. This it's is like, just the quality assurance team. Yeah, yeah. I just wonder how like if that's part of the company. I don't know. It's like a group. That's like a team, you know? Yeah. You would think that this would be like other teams would be like, oh, let's unionize too. And then just the whole thing go go union. Because you could strike the quality assurance team and they could just bring a new quality assurance team in. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the that might even... people. I'd be compelled. I'd be compelled to like speculate, even if this was a sort of like damage control on Raven's team on yeah. Raven's behalf, and been like, "All right, well, like, like you guys over in the quality assurance, like they're trying to mitigate the damage and do like damage yeah. control of like, okay, like we're we're just gonna maintain the unionization of just this one team, and as long as you guys are, you guys are the ones who are making the fuss around the office, yeah, about." unionizing that like okay we'll let you guys unionize sure you know and maybe so the hope is that this would um inspire like other other workers around the office to also like unionize yeah um what is the is i i forgot is the union here specifically for quality assurance workers or no, is it just for like it's a general labor workers? labor union they say it's a general labor union it, yeah because remember the head of this labor union let me see it's in this uh um polygon article the nlrb nlrb which is yeah i'm trying to see right here i don't want to get this wrong uh dang i remember we had an article with mm-hmm. like one of the lead leads of it talking about how they were trying to help these people out um yeah i remember that I don't know, man. I can't. Oh, the National Labor Relations Act. Oh, and so the National Labor Relations B is something else. NLRB. Let me see. What is the NLRB? I just want to make sure I'm not boofing all this info because I would. This is big to be boofing on. NLRB. If you find something, let me know. NLRB is the National Labor Relations Board. Thank you. There it is. So Vince, you muted yourself by accident. Thank you. The National Labor Relations Board is the NLRB. So, yes, there you go. Uh, which is actually located right here in Oakland. Really close. Oh, super cool. Um, okay, so here's here's my thoughts on this, James. Because I've made this clear before that I'm not always 100% like sold on unionization. Why? In all cases. Because I'm a little worried about certain things that they said specifically in this instance. I don't think it's bad in all instances to unionize. And I don't think it's bad to unionize as like the video game industry as a whole. This specific one's a little worrisome. We talked about previously that QA workers, also QA is like oftentimes a step into game development and like moving into game development. Like it's, it's yeah. a great place to start. Like contracted out, right? Yeah, exactly. Already with unionization, it's very hard to move up in a company after you're, it, like it's very hard to um, grow in a company once unionized. There's no, like there's no. Yeah, because companies hate unions yes sure but like even in the even in the unionized group like even moving up towards through that it's not like uh what's the word i'm looking for uh like once things are set you're not moving to the next level like you're not motive not motivated but not pushed to move to the next level or anything it's like okay you're good like you have your you have your stuff stay there that kind of thing so like the turnover in labor in unionized workplaces is more than the turnover in non-unionized workplaces in some cases. And mm. then the big thing that like I don't understand about this. Now, I would love to talk to a Raven Software QA because obviously I'm not working there, so I, I don't know, right? They said previously that they feel like they were outcasted and because they were like in their own bubble, they weren't getting paid enough and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. To me, this is just painting a bigger target on their back. I'm glad they have higher pay and benefits now because that's great. That is really good. Right. To me, this is just a bigger target. And I think 
if Raven as a whole doesn't unionize, like the entire Raven, it's it would be so easy for them to like get rid of these 30 workers, you know what I mean? And bring in workers unless the actual, this is what doesn't make sense to me also, is like if the QA team is part of Raven, how can the QA team itself be a union? Like, is that with the people or was that with the company? Is the QA team always in Raven unionized now? I don't get that. I need to, I need a union expert because <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't understand that at all. But um, yeah, I'm really glad that the 30 Raven, like these people, it says their pay went up to 20 an hour and allowed access to bonuses and benefits, which is nice, except now they have to pay union dues, which is also tough. It's very expensive. Mm-hmm. But the entire company is 230 people. So that's actually like, that's a good chunk. 30 is a, a good chunk. chunk. Yeah. There's a good chunk. It said it's 120 people. No, 230 people. 230 people. But still, 30 being that's that's a chunk right there. There's a good chunk. So again, I'm not against labor unions at all. I just like, I I don't, I need someone to explain it to me where it makes sense in all situations. And this one, it's not like it doesn't make sense, but I have a lot of questions about it. I don't know. Just a thought. I'm always going to be pro union, because I want the people there to have like be connected to another like source of power sure so they don't have to like always go to raven who's only like purely profit focused yeah right that's that's also true although i would argue that sometimes the unions would be profit focused as well because you have to pay them every month to be a part of that union it's like they're obviously out for your best interests in getting you like higher pay and benefits but they're like we're taking we're taking some of that like of the new stuff it's just it's just part like it's part of it but it's also like in any sort of like decentralized system you have to like put in a little bit of like tax just to like make sure that everyone everyone gets what they need yeah it's like a tax and then i don't think unions like decentralization it's only decentralization from the company that you're trying to get away from you're centralizing with the union and then the union makes the decisions for yeah, you. But the u- like right. you have but less autonomy. Is, but the union is not profit focused in the same way a company is. Right. I guess I'm big on like, I would want the autonomy to not have to make the decisions that the union would make. If it's, if there's options, if there's sure. no options, it's then I don't. Individualistic approach. Yeah. Obviously if these people felt like they they did not have the option. So they felt like the option was better to go with a union in this case, which that's sure. great. You weigh your options at that point. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's interesting though. We'll definitely see because I we I know Nintendo also would tend to be more democratic though too. So like, hmm. you would have more of it like because you have a say in which like you vote for a union, and like you because you're able to have that vote. That's yeah. like you saying like, okay, yeah, I don't want this or I do want this. That's true. Yeah, they were able to vote to be in the union too, which is very democratic mm-hmm. as well. Um, but yeah, we see Nintendo. Uh, certain groups of them trying to i don't i don't it's not nintendo as a whole but it's like another group of a nintendo thing trying to unionize so i'm mm-hmm. sure we'll see more on that and a lot of other studios that we've been talking about um attempting to unionize so um i'm sure this will affect i'm sure this actually probably get the ball rolling for other people that have been thinking about it for a long time that just didn't know where to go so i hope so yeah could be cool we'll have to see we'll have to yeah. see moving on Death Stranding 2 is seemingly confirmed. This comes from comicbook.com as well as just Hideo Kojima's Twitter. Yeah. It looks like a new Death Stranding game is on the way as a follow-up to the first based on recent comments from actor Norman Reedus, the star who played Sam in the Hideo Kojima game, recently participated in an interview with Leo Edit and casually said, we just started the second one when asked <laughs> about Death Stranding and other projects. Speculations about Kojima's next project, maybe plural, projects have been running for a while now but no such sequel to death stranding or anything else has been announced by the creator yet several projects were mentioned in the question so the response from Redis could have been ambiguous but after a follow-up question asking how did that come about Redis spoke only of death stranding confirmed that his second one comment was in fact in reference to the first game possibilities of a death stranding 2 or whatever such a sequel may be called have been floating around for a while now as people constantly examine Kojima's cryptic tweets looking for hints about what's to come. People like his cryptic tweets post a picture with Paddington too. Like, come on, come on. He's I know, he hasn't, he hasn't been like <laughs> teasing anything. No. Um, 
Reedus himself has suggested that a sequel might be in the works too by saying at one point he believed coming. I feel like that's redundant to the first uh, point. Despite those presumed teasers appearing every now and again, the game developer and Kojima Productions overall tight-lipped on what they're working on next, I guess, until now. You're cutting out a little uh, bit, by the way. I'm cutting out? Yeah, talk a little bit more into the mic. There we go. Sorry. I'm reading here. <laughs> Move the mic over. It's kind of full This is as far as it goes. Okay, okay. I'll, just, I'll have to do this guy. Yeah. Kojima took to Twitter to post a photo of him pretending to smash the Walking Dead act head with, ne- with Negan's... Baseball Negan? Negan's the bad guy from Walking Dead. Oh, thank you. With uh, Negan's baseball bat. The photos were also appropriately captioned with, go to your private room, my friend, likely grounding him as a parent. It's possible these are old photos and Kojima is used to make light of the situation without directly confirming that Death Stranding 2 is happening. Yeah. Very interesting. I don't know. Very interesting. Here's what I care about, though. I could care less about Death Stranding 2. Give me Metal Gear, baby. Package him up. Sell him to me. I'll buy it. He doesn't He doesn't own Metal Gear anymore. I know, That's but I want him to... Take ex- it up with Konami, Vincent. Exercise. Take it up with Konami. I know. <sighs> sad. Sad. It is sad. I actually hope he works on something more original, though. Or unless he has a great idea for Death Stranding 2. But I think Death Stranding 2 is a little bit tainted. Like, tainted from what? There's a lot of people that just wrote it off, like when they saw the, how the gameplay is, even when yeah, it came. Yeah, but that's out. Like not that's not like the target audience, right? Though. It's also not that's his style. He does what he wants. Who's... Kojima does what he wants. Oh yeah, I mean. Kojima does. Yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah. So I don't know. He makes whatever he wants to make. I'm excited to play Death Stranding still, and I hear it just gets better, better, and better every week because people build more stuff, make the game a little bit easier, but more fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's cool. But, and I think that was original, like a part of his original intention. Yeah. Too. Like the people that played it at the very beginning versus the people that reviewed it for director's cut had completely different experiences, which is awesome. That's really cool. That's really, really cool. Not a lot of games can say that. So I'm, I am so excited to jump into that game still. Um, oh, could this have, should, should the, I'm looking at this now and watch that in our news. Yeah. Should this have gone under our next segment? Oh, potentially. But I mean, <laughs> there's enough yeah potentially but it's more fun to talk about i don't know we talked about norman reese like that's something he said and then kojima how he responded to that so i don't know yeah it's it's more direct than it's in the gray area in between yeah <laughs> which that's a great one we will start a segment called the gray area in between news and rumors the gray area mm-hmm. <laughs> but we do have one big rumor that is headed up by this week square enix trademarked some things which are leading to rumors of what they could possibly be making next this comes from game rant with most of the final fantasy 7 fan base waiting for any updates about part two of the rpgs remake please lord hey james you pick up you pick up uh part part one on the days of play sale on playstation no okay it's a lot cheaper it's like they knocked off like 20 30 bucks no it's no it's been 40 dollars every time oh it's 40 dollars yeah, it's forty dollars for F. remake integrate. Sorry, and it has been forty dollars for remake integrate. Well, you could, every time you could buy remake and get the free upgrade to integrate. It doesn't make any sense, but it's doable. It's not a ten dollar upgrade for the PS4 version to the PS5 version, huh? But it is ten dollars if you want to buy the the Yuffie DLC. That's where they get you. So it's up to you. Well, I I kind of want the Yuffie DLC. Me too. Haven't played it yet. It's two long missions. Apparently, it takes like four hours to beat. That's a good good chunk. Might as well just get integrate. Square Enix seems to be focusing on other endeavors, question mark. News has recently popped up about popped up online about the Japanese company filing a new trademark for Integrade, which players know is the upgraded version of FF7 Remake for PlayStation 5. However, Square Enix has also filed new trademarks for two titles that have not yet been announced by the company anywhere else yet. It's been two years since Final Fantasy VII Remake was released, and since then, Square has been making clear efforts to keep player interest up. This can be seen through the titles PC released through the Epic Game Store, later on the launch of PlayStation 5 Integrade Upgrade Yuffie Intermission DLC, now the community excitement continues to grow, especially since FF7 is celebrating its 25th year anniversary. Square is looking to likely capitalize on the occasion. According to Japanese trademark website, Square Enix has filed three new trademarks. Three, not just two. One for Final Fantasy Remake Intergrade, slash, could be a, a potential new one. They, it's like a very broad Final Fantasy VII type, like, 
thing we got here. And we have Labyrinth Striker. That's the code name for the trademark. And Final Bar Line as the trademark thing. Not much information can be gleaned from the trademark filing as it does not indicate a new video game will be coming out. However, the RPG's co-director, Tetsuya Nomura, shared the official Final Fantasy VII Remake 25th anniversary updates should be expected by the community soon. So he teases that we'll be hearing updates on whatever the next thing is for FF7. This may indicate uh, the following. Basically, Labyrinth Striker and Final Bar Line trademarks. Square Enix has not shared anything about these titles. However... This will not deter the gaming community from already sharing speculations. Some believe that Final Bar Line could be pointing to a rhythm game that is very much like the uh, Kingdom Hearts Memories of Melodies. I think that's what it's called, Memories of Melodies? That sounds right. Uh, where Labyrinth Striker could either be Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two, or Labyrinth is a character in another Final Fantasy game in which you fight uh, as a character named Striker, I guess. I don't know all the Final Fantasy games, so... Final Fantasy, it could be a remake of another game. I don't either. Or something. But, yeah, that is all. So, three potential new games. We got Final Fantasy Remake Part 2, a Final Fantasy Rhythm game, and then maybe another remake or uh, re-release of something. Yeah, that's that. So, that's Rumor Watch for today. Okay. I have nothing to add other than I hope one of these is a uh, Strangers in Paradise. Strangers of Paradise Part 2. Have you played the first one? No. God. The, the UI no. of that game scares me. Like, it visibly, like, ah, ah. <laughs> There's so much going on. Yeah. Cool. It's time for random fun stuff. Random fun stuff, baby. Stories without a story. Hit me with place gets delayed until 2023. Hate to see it, but. This is the one. Do you know this one? No, this is the one. I've been looking forward the to it. The 2D, 3D pixel art with, uh, it's like cyberpunky. It's yes. got like a lot of neon lights. Yeah. This might make me resubscribe to Game Pass for a month or just pick it up on Steam. I don't know. We'll see. Just buy the game. Uh, But yeah, exactly. The PlayStation Days of Play sale started yesterday. Uh, There's some good dealios on there. Check it out. I might pick up Outer Wilds. Yeah. Or Outer Worlds. Uh, Sorry. Just know that Outer, oh, Outer Worlds or Outer, wait, which one? Outer Worlds. Okay. The Bethesda the one. one made by, not Bethesda. Sorry, the Bethesda spinoff. That's what it's like. It um, looks like freaking Fallout Obsidian. Yeah, thank you. Which is it? Which is developers from Bethesda? You haven't played Fallout Four yet. No, never. You I haven't, haven't played any Fallout games besides New Vegas. Besides New Vegas, no. Yeah. I gotta get on that. That's I think another Fallout Four is fine. People like it. Yeah. Uh, Obi Wan is coming to Fortnite tonight. Uh, ben Studio says Siphon Filter will have trophies when it comes to PlayStation Premium. Pretty cool. We got a yet another No Man's Sky update featuring a new narrative, community goals, space whales, and more. Space whales, dope. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 gets an October 28th release date with a little boat teaser thing. That was kind of interesting way. I don't really get it. It's kind of a, it didn't show any like gameplay or like characters are just like faces on yeah. crates. It's just uh, what's his name? Price Captain Price. Price? Captain soap. Price. Soap? Soap's dead. Right? Oh, yeah. Soap's dead. I don't know. I don't keep up with what they called. It's a lot of bullshit. It's a lot of um, bullshit. There's a lot of war. It doesn't of... make any... Like, why? I don't get it. It's a fucking army man game. Mm-hmm. Um, those who bought PlayStation Now to try and get PlayStation Plus Premium on the low will be forced to pay the difference. Oh, they fi- they fixed this. Okay. Um. They fix this. Uh, Sony corrects PlayStation Plus premium upgrade pricing. Users will no longer have to pay the difference. I, so I should have done it. I should have stacked. I really missed yeah, out on that. Yeah, you should have stacked. Yeah. F. Uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R launches September 2nd, 2022. Sony has announced new shows, a new Horizon series at Netflix, a Gran Turismo TV show, and as previously reported, a God of War series at Amazon. Wow. Horizon Netflix? Horizon at Netflix? Why are they spreading these out? Like that. Different studios. Uh, for different subscriptions, maybe. Very like interesting. People have different... I don't Because they don't really have a dog in any of these... Fi- you know, in no. any of these services. Like, they're not like, oh, well, like, you know, we have a thing with Apple or we have a... Or they're just like... I guess with HBO already, right? Yeah. I mean, I would give God of War the HBO treatment, baby. I don't want to see that get any less of a treatment. Dude, everything that goes directly through Amazon, aside from Marvel's Miss Maisel, has <laughs> been just okay. Yeah, I I like the the first season of Jack Ryan was pretty cool. 
the John Krasinski spot. Oh, yeah, I know people liked Jack Ryan. Um, I'm trying to think. Was there anything else I watched like week to week on there? I don't know. But I think I like the Amazon shows more consistently than I like the Netflix shows. That's for show. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Gran Turismo TV show? Is it going to be like Cars? Maybe like cars Ford versus Disney Ferrari. Oh. Oh, yeah. I'd be more interested in a Gran Turismo like making of documentary, going out and shooting all the cars, getting the engine sounds and all that. Maybe That'd that is it. I don't know if it's going to be narrative based or not. That's true. I could see a Gran Turismo TV show being similar to... Um... Be like uh, oh Get Back by the... <laughs> the one about the Beatles where it's like a docuseries. <laughs> could be like that. But I was thinking more like... Uh... What's the British show that everybody loves? With, with... Top Gear? Yeah, I could be being like Top Gear. They just need That'd a good host. Maybe they get the Top yeah. Gear host. Oh, awesome! I forgot his name. Damn it! I know exactly what he looks like. I can't think of his name. There's James May, and who's the main guy? British people aren't real, so you know it's just that. That's true. Yeah, like we watch Men. Just good thing British people aren't real, because that would have been crazy. Yeah, (laughs) Jeffrey was my favorite, though. I'll say that Uh, Jeffrey was so funny. Pretty funny. Um, Bioshock: The Collection is available free on Epic Game Store. That's huge! What the hell? Yeah, claim that, guys. That's big. Yeah, I played. Uh, yeah, I think Borderlands is still available. Good, claim that. I'm trying to play it. Um, I played Bioshock One of this collection. Remember, I played that one. Uh, we yeah. were living together. Um, I still got to mm-hmm. jump into two and then play Infinite, but eventually. Good thing that's like an eight-hour game because I can like do that. That's I miss. I miss eight-hour games so I know. much. Me too. I don't. Me too. I'm a, I'm almost at sixty something, seventy hours on Horizon. I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. Mm-hmm. crazy remember when you could play a game in a weekend that was the best yeah now it's like maybe you play the first mission on the weekend you're like oh okay okay it's so much more fatigue now i get burnt out of games yeah yeah I, i'll pay 60 dollars for a 20 hour experience you know what i mean like for a good ass 20 hour experience yeah, yeah i don't i don't need everything like i'm in here in right. horizon doing the open world stuff because it does falter in some of those things like checking off the boxes some open world stuff thankfully it doesn't make mm. you do everything but i'm like nah why am i even is the trophy worth it is this platinum trophy worth it yeah it mm. is baby it is i'm so close <laughs> i'm so close what a slave to trophies uh, yeah and one more one more that's it there's one more random app random fun stuff three more trophies oh more trophies, i think so okay okay yeah. Marvel MMO canceled six months after announcement. F from the same team who was gonna do did DCU online. Yeah, and that a little bit of an F because I really like DCU online. And that five hundred million dollars that was going into make this game is going into um, DC Universe Online and Lord of the Rings Online. Which so, I'm so surprised they're still standing. Yeah, I mean it's been a long. time. I also have a little update from City Project Red. Oh yeah, what? Yeah, they're uh, already seeing improvements with efficiency with Unreal Engine 5. The initial research for the new Witcher game is complete, now in pre-production. Good for them. Most devs are on Cyberpunk 2077's expansion right now. Marketing will start in H2, I assume that means half 2 of 2022. Amazing. And then anime is coming in half 2 2022 as well. Yeah, Edge Runners, baby, to Netflix. That's what it's called. Yeah. Um, Still, save files apparently corrupted to Cyberpunk, so we'll see if I ever go back to it. But God, I really want to. Dude, it's sitting on my shelf. I gotta run it back into Cyberpunk. Maybe I'll do Dude, it this week. So cool. Such a cool I'll do it after I finish game. Elden Ring the first time. Yeah. Um, also, I'm just scrolling through Nibelian real quick. Uh, missed some stuff while we started the show. Stray is apparently listed with a July 19th date in the PlayStation backend. Cool. I'm sure they show a little bit more of that to give it a little more advertisement uh, before they yeah. launch it, but very nice gotta finish truck to yomi also. all right that's all i got ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for watching episode 114 of checkpoint brought to you by strictly casual please if you're listening on all your platforms hit that follow hit that sub leave us with a review we gotta go we gotta go up on these audio platforms baby uh, skyrocket we appreciate you guys for hanging out uh and if you're on audio platforms check out the youtube appreciate you a bunch um we will see you next week Peace out, everybody. Peace out, y'all.